Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Morning, Lou. Oh, dear. We're doing a six-weekly check-in. You know how everybody's always saying that like every month has like usually 30 or 31 days and then January has like 16,300, like, right? I feel like this has been the fastest January in my life. I was like, if people could just give all those extra days to me, I'd be very glad. I would too. Life just whizzes by for me. It's the old age, isn't it? Yeah, it it must mean that I'm filling my life with lots of uh, dogs. So. <laughs> oh, so for me, it's probably the cats because I have five in the house now. They have all kinds of illnesses and things, so they keep me really busy. The thing is, usually my Jan- I take January's very calmly, like intentionally. So that's another reason I think why for me it usually feels long. But this one was just manic. It was just everywhere. Yeah. I, I try not to put too much pressure on January. January is, is generally a difficult time for people. Yeah. So why are you punishing yourself with your ridiculous right. resolutions? Um, but, so this is honestly, I think the first year as well that I didn't, because I don't do resolutions anymore, but I, I have done a lot of intention setting. Okay. And I haven't done that this year. Oh. So maybe it, maybe January just felt free. I could hear people cringe in jealousy as they hear this. Well, let's wait and see how you've done with your goals. Yeah, maybe I completely fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, let's see. Um because we it's been because I said goals per quarter, so it's a bit like so it's really hard for me to be like, oh well, so I can only say like, am I on the right track for this thing? Um are you are you do like what do you remember what you said for the first quarter? Did you set goals for the first quarter? I can't remember if I we did, did that. Yeah, I did. I did I did a few non-writing goals. I did uh, oh, yeah, now I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I did meditation, I did yoga. I'm smashing those goals. That's good. My writing goals. <laughs> Let's talk about that one. <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. So last time we... Not last time we spoke, the, the, the episode before that, you were actually getting back in the swing of things. So what happened? No, I am doing so, but the problem is, I think my goals were to, uh, was it, it's to like finish a book and I'm not even close to that. You know what, on the amount that I'm writing, the, the time that I'm dedicating to it, I'd have to increase that quite significantly to finish a book this year. So... So your goal is wrapped up in the in the end product. Yeah, uh, I've got both. I had both goals. I had because we did, didn't we? We set 
we set a number of goals. Yeah. So I, I have the writing, you know, making sure that I'm writing every day or thinking about writing every day. Which is also writing to me. Yeah. 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 Um, that I haven't managed it every day, but for genuine reasons. That is what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was quite happy to be a little bit loose on that one. Okay, good. As long as you're happy. <laughs> but I think this is the thing, right? Is that if you don't, if you're not, if there's really something you want and you're like, it's 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 really important to you, like it's it's high on your priority list, and then you don't do it. It's like, okay, so where are you self-sabotaging? But if you're like, I would like to do this, but if it doesn't happen, I'm actually kind of okay with it, then that's fine too, as long as you're okay with the end result. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, looking at what I want to achieve, I need to up my game with the writing. I'm very zen because I'm doing yoga and meditation every day. <laughs> Not really, because it doesn't work like that, does it, with the life stresses. But mm. I'm happy with that aspect of things. And I do feel better for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you want to change anything or are you at least yeah. semi-content? Yes, I do. I want. I do want to. I want to increase that writing goal. So, what I need to do is alter that little bit and set a more, like you said, intentional. That's a good word for it. A more intentional goal. So, I need to have a minimum time that I'm writing. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'm going to go for an hour every day, and then if I don't manage it. For genuine reasons, during a day, I can make it up at weekends. So is 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 an hour, do you think that is, are you immediately setting, I know your schedule, so are you immediately setting yourself up for failure? I don't think so. I don't think so. So when you look at your day, you're like, okay, I can actually create an hour here. No. <laughs> I can't. Not every day, but I can forward that hour to when I do have a little bit more time. Okay. I'm not entirely convinced about the setting yourself up for failure aspect, but that's just me. <laughs> but the but it's got to be a balance between achieving that goal, which I'm not going to do in less than an hour a day. Or, and actually being realistic, is that walking that line? There is no line. There is now. <laughs> there is now. There is no line. There's only realistic goals. <laughs> that's the only thing that sustains a career okay but okay so okay i'm just gonna you don't have to do this i'm just you know what's coming to me is is because writing every day is about a habit 
right? Yeah. So what if, and, and habits are, the, th- the reason why we trip up is because we want to implement a change that is too big to start with. So I would, if, if you were my coaching client. Which I sort of am, I just don't pay you. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to mention it. Um, <laughs> well, you pay me in, uh, in doing all the audio stuff and putting the pot, doing the podcast. <laughs> Payment enough for me. Um, so what I what I would suggest is to not because I believe that actually achieving your goals is very motivating, and that again this because there's 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 different people are wired differently. So some people get motivated by not exactly getting where they want to be because that you know that allows them to kick themselves in the arse and just go faster. Um, but I am more like, if I see what I can achieve, I'm like, oh, then I can add something. So yeah. I, I prefer starting with lower goals. And then when you get used to them, you just increase. So I would even say, start with 15 minutes a day. And one, once that becomes second nature to you again, turn it into half an hour. And when that becomes second nature to you again, turn it into... 45 minutes all that hour that you want to achieve okay all right i'm not saying you have to do that (laughs) because you don't have to listen and to be fair you don't always listen to my uh solid advice no no i'm I'm, I'm lacking this solid advice i don't listen to my own solid advice so why would you um but yeah that's what i'm thinking is that Especially as you just admitted, you don't know where to get an hour in your day. So, If I gave up a dog. Well, don't send any here because I have five cats at the moment, although one one will eventually go to Germany. Um, Lily's good with cats. Oh, I'll take Lily. No, 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 no. I didn't want one. I almost (laughs) fell for it. You can't have Lily. She's my snuggle bumpkin. I don't. I don't think my cats are. I don't no. know. They've never. They've never met a Lily, and she's a spaniel. They never really met dogs. Well, she, they don't want to start with a spaniel. They've no idea of boundaries or personal space or anything like that. So. Okay, so like most of my, all of my cats. Okay, great. <laughs> They're the same, basically. But yeah, but that would be my advice to just start small. Okay. So thinking of, of habit forming also as like a long-term game plan, right? Like there's where you are now, there's where you want to be. How then do you get there? And if you consider that building a habit takes about 100 days, so like three months, 100 days, I would I would tell anyone, okay, so first month, you do the 15 minutes. Second month, you do the half hour. Third month, you do the hour. And then you, and then of course, because you haven't done the, the, the hour for it's not like you're done there because you haven't done the full hour for a full three months but that gives you sort of a really good foundation to then keep that up for the rest 
60, 70 days until it really solidifies. That does make sense because with the yoga and the meditation, that's become a habit and that's really easy now. Yes, and I don't think you did that every day to begin with either. No, it is. It's that's been the meditation I have done, but what I've done is I've shortened the period that I do it to fit it in, and that did make it more achievable. So instead of 30 minutes, I just do 15 now. I do love it when you already know that what I just said makes sense for you in your life. <laughs> Because you've already done it on different in, in different um, yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. I just it's, randomly. It's so early. Ball. It's so early for me. Wow, well, I must be on a roll. <laughs> yeah, and the yoga I did. Uh, Adrian does um, yoga with Adrian. I don't mind plugging Adrian because she puts out so much content for free. I don't, I don't mind plugging anyone that I appreciate or would recommend. So that's two votes for yoga with Adrian here. I wish she does a January one where it's a different yoga session every day. And she's put a February one up. So that's easy. But what I was was going to do was start 2015. Can you believe she's been doing it since the January one since 2015? Oh, those challenges. I did not know that. Yeah. So I thought I'd just do, if she doesn't put one out for March, I'll do 2015's January in March. That's smart, yeah. A friend of mine does. I, I don't do her challenges, um, but uh, a friend of mine, I always just look for something very specific that I need in the moment. But a yeah. friend of mine does her um, her challenges as well. I, mean, it's not, I don't think it's called a challenge, but if, to me it feels like a like a challenge because it's a way to create a habit like let's see if you can stick with it this and she does like these beautiful uh themes yes yes february's admire oh i love that Mm. yeah but those sessions for me tend to be a bit too long for me yes some of them can be um and i have had to split those i have still done them but i've split them and done half in a morning and half in I don't know how she'd feel about that but well we can't ask her really so let's uh, uh or we could probably but uh oh, but that's like that makes sense because I'm like like this morning for example I mean I don't get to do most of my morning ritual because we record at my 9 a.m so 7 a.m. here. I know, Lou. You're just much more chipper in the morning than I am. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so I struggle getting my writing done and having breakfast before getting on this call with you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sometimes almost forget to actually send you a link so we can record this thing. That's how chaotic I can be. But, yeah, so depending on what my day brings, like what work I have, I'm like, I don't want to, I, I just want a 20-minute yoga session and that's it. Yeah, 20 minutes is the ideal time. Yeah, and she does, and then let's stop the pl- plug-in, but um, she does have playlists uh, in her YouTube channel on length, <laughs> which is great for me, yeah. Yeah, the, 
The thing that I find with the challenge is that you don't have to think about what session you're doing that day. So it, it just it can become automatic without much thought put into the process. Oh yeah, that actually sounds that's that's probably why I I, I should give these a try at some point because I do overthink. And then in the end, sometimes I just don't watch her. I just put up some music and just do my own favorite poses. Yeah. That's sometimes my solution. If I'm like, which video? (laughs) Which video do I want? (laughs) Yeah. And I think the other danger for me is that I'd go for the nice, stretchy, easy challenges rather than the more challenging planks and core strength. Oh yeah, I don't I don't from the start with yoga, I, mean, I am such a um I push myself forward so much that it's really hard for me to hit the brakes. Yeah. So I've always, and when I just started yoga, I tried a lot of different types just because we, I, I, I was at, I was with my, my ex also went and my sister and my then sister uh, in law. Um, we start, I started together with my ex sister in law. And then eventually we were like, this is great. So we dragged my ex along, um, who was at the time struggling, sort of making the decision, am I going back to antidepressants or am I going to try yoga? Um, so he tried yoga and that worked for a really long time for him. Um, but the, the, even though it was a small studio, they did have a very diverse rota with very different teachers. So I just had like, if the thing was, you don't, you did, you don't, you do, you do have to tell them beforehand, I want to do this class. But you can also say, I can't do Monday. Can I do this vinyasa class on a Tuesday? And I quickly learned that the ones that were like about like vinyasa, like the, the faster ones, that made me feel so much worse at the end. Okay. And not just, not, not because it was hard physically, but mentally. Yeah. Because the reason I do yoga is because someone tells me there's nothing you need to do right now. Yes. So it's the only time in the day, except for when I meditate or when I do my Reiki circle when my brain stops or my brain doesn't stop, but it creates space for things that need to come up to come to the surface, which doesn't happen. Of course, when I, I go from writing to doing work to, um, well, <laughs> feeding cats. So it's, it's my brain's very occupied. So that's why I prefer a, a yoga. That's like, and now you've done enough for today. Let's just breathe. So, yeah, I do. I, I think one of the reasons I don't do a challenge is because I'm afraid I, I roll into, uh, accidentally roll into a vinyasa class and then I need to stop yeah. and another video. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You would. You would end up doing some core stuff. But, but actually, that's what my body needs as well. I don't mind core stuff, but I'd rather spend. This is, this is, this is, I hate plank pose. Yeah. I'd rather spend 10 breaths in plank pose and do a vinyasa class. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't mind core strength, 
but I like it not in the go, 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 jump from one post to the next. Uh, yeah. Oh, Luca. I, I don't know what set him off. Okay, so yoga is doing fine. Your meditation practice is doing fine, which I really love because that's relatively new for you. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I've also, like, I've been meditating for a long, long time, but it hasn't been a daily habit. For, for uh, also hasn't been a daily habit for a long time. And when I check my app now, I think I'm on day on a 96-day streak which is wow. for me is quite impressive um, because I'm like, I think I unintentionally see the intention to start doing it daily. Um, so yeah, it does make a difference, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, but it takes time for you to really appreciate that. Yeah. It's not a, <laughs> I meditate once and now all my problems are sorted. No. Yeah. Or you have a good day because you meditated once. No, and on my bad days, I just meditate twice or three times even sometimes, yeah. And that's the same with the yoga. You can't just do it for a week and feel the difference. You've got to do it for longer. Yeah, which is a shame, really. I wish it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what have you been doing writing-wise? So writing-wise, I went through my first... Because I'm writing a trilogy, I went and I've written the first one. I've gone through the first one and kind of identified. Oh, God, can you hear a little squeak in a toy now? <laughs> and identified what what's good about it, what's bad about it. But also I've just gone through each chapter and written a summary of the chapters so that I've got the characters and everything back in my head. Oh, that's a good idea because that's almost like starting a little Bible. Yes. But you can go back and be like, okay, this is what they did then. This is what happened in the plot. This is what is working for this character at the time. Yes. And I've also identified a few things that I'm not passionate about it um, and things that I, I want to change. But that's quite exciting as well because it'll make it much more interesting and much more engaging. And I love that. But then that's, it's all part of editing though, which is like, you know, and you share is the bit that I love. Mm -hmm. But it's a good way of easing back into it. Yeah. And I do, especially when you have, like, this is the thing with series that, it can be a struggle, like, oh, what happened then? Yeah. Uh, and especially if you work on something on a longest period of time, sometimes I come up with a, with a solution to something, but I don't implement it throughout the novel because I forget where it popped up, the, 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 the thread yeah. that I'm trying to change. And then yeah. I look over it again and I'm like, oh, wait, now I have three different solutions for this plot hole thing and they're just wrapped up the book. So, yeah, keeping keeping a little um, like, a, um, like a chapter summary 
is really yeah. useful because then you can just go back and be like, okay, I think that happened somewhere. Where did it happen? And who was involved? Uh, what was yeah. the outcome? Yeah. And it's, it was just a good way of taking me back into the story. And also there's bits of the story that I was like, you know, that's really good. <laughs> so that makes you feel positive about it. Yeah, I mean that is that that is that gives you like sort of the drive, right? Yeah, to to feel to feel good about it, to be able to finish. Yeah. Yeah, I do though, because I have uh in, in one of the series that I'm writing, I have no actually I have that's the case for both series I'm writing. There are some scenes that I know will not show up until later books that just came to me. So I feel really sort of they're really vital for me through for the development of certain characters. So I've written yeah. these out. And sometimes when I just when I'm not feeling it, I just read one of those. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this is this is where I'm trying to get that character. That is right. Um so that can be very inspiring. Yeah. The other thing that I've realized is that I haven't read a book in a while. Oh. How did that happen? That is just through lack of time. Because I find that that is often for me a massive source of inspiration. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I, so I need to I need to do that. But I have watched more TV, so I need to trade my TV time for reading. Yeah, because I do think that, uh, depending on what kind of show you watch, they can really inspire you in terms of st story structure and characters. But it's not the same as reading. No, no. In the end. It's not. And I've also, it's, I haven't, it's not like, there are occasions when I really love to watch series but I can't find anything at the minute. Well, that's a good reason. I have I have the same, actually. I'm like, what am I watching? So instead, what I've been doing, because I watch while I'm, I'm having dinner. That's like yeah. my, my, my Netflix or Prime or whatever I'm watching um, time. And I'm not feeling it. So re recently, I've just been reading during dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Not as easy though, is it? <laughs> yeah. So I, I this is when I read ebooks because I can just have my tablet instead of trying to hold a book open with one hand while I have a fork in the other. Because <laughs> I've done that, I have done that before, but that means I have to sit like at the dining room table and like um, so I can like push the book flat. But yeah, I, I have so many books on. Um, on my, I don't have a neat book reader, but I, I use my tablet with a Kindle app. So I just use that so that I can just put down and I can increase the, um, or, um, yeah, the font size. So it doesn't have to be in my face. Yeah. Uh, so I can just eat while read. Yeah. But I've been doing, I've been doing that. Yeah. So, 
what about your goals then? What about your checking? How are you doing? Well, <laughs> I'm just looking at them now. I actually think I'm doing more than I planned. Why doesn't that surprise me? Because I'm awesome. I also don't have a social life, so there's that. Um, although I'm working on that one as well. So, because this winter has actually been quite nice, so I'm like, oh, actually, if somebody wants to go for a walk, I'd, I'd probably be game, um, which I usually do that by myself, but it's been so lovely, so there's more opportunities to walk. So I'm like, I was going to walk with friends, um, but then they cancel. So. Um, so it was not my fault that it was cancelled. That made me, I'm like, see? Um, I'm trying to be more social. So yeah, I, I have. I'm just looking at it. I, I have that. I, I in the in the next three months, I'll be working on the next draft of um, the first book in one of my series. I have started that. It's just I'm realizing that I don't have a. It's funny because I have a really solid grip on a lot of the secondary characters, but not on the three main ones. And I think that's because they feel so close to me that I never really bothered to ask certain questions about where they came from. Okay. So yeah. that's what I'm doing now. I have like this, I like there's so many character interviews. So I found a really random one, which has questions that you wouldn't necessarily, it's not like what color are their eyes? Like it's, it's really, um, it's more in the terms of, okay, so who would they bring back to life and why? And um, how do they feel about different races in the world? Like it's more, it's 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 more random. Uh, like, what is their biggest injury as they grew up? Stuff like that. Uh, and that has actually given me lots of material um, to to add to the to the story. So I am working on that next draft. It's just I I reached the part where two of my my main character meets one of the other important characters, and I've always hated that scene. I think I have about twelve versions of that scene of their meeting. And I just hated it. And I was like, I realized that I no, I don't know why I crafted the 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 other character, the friend character, um, or, or who's going to be one of one of my character's best friends in, in that way. But it was a long time ago when I did that. And I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like the dynamic. I don't like it doesn't doesn't match with because uh, that character is a middle child and none of the it just didn't match right like because there's not that not that that's a universal given but there's a few characteristics that a lot of middle child children um have so i'm like it really doesn't match like how i put her out there and who she probably would be if i leaned in more into who she really is instead of how i initially envisioned her yeah so I just sort of with 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 that character, I sort of went back to basics, started asking these questions, and I'm like, okay, that makes much more sense. Now I understand how they can meet. Because for me, it was like if you reach the end of the book, it's like, oh yeah, they've been they've gone through enough that they're good friends now. But the, it, when you read the book initially, it's like, why did they become friends? Because there wasn't any reason. So I'm like, oh wait, they have to click from the start. It's not. I just had in my head, oh, they'll become friends, and I didn't actually give them a reason to feel that they were compatible like from the from the get-go so i'm working on that now 
I also have that I was finishing the um, the draft of the second book in my other series, and I did, which is really I was just going to do a bullet point outline for that one. But as I was as I was doing the outline, I was just flashing out my outline more. Basically, that was my initial plan, and then the words just started coming. And like new words are really hard for me. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go with this. So I ended up with like six, six, 65,000 words or something. Oh, so you've written your novel. Yeah. So I'm like, I think I can take that off, um, even though it wasn't intentional. <laughs> and it is not fleshed out. Like some things are still bullet points, but like most scenes, I would say that 95% of the book is drafted. That's good. So I'm like, okay, you can go into the drawer. So that's why I started on the other series. I also wrote that I do some research for the third book in that series. Uh, I haven't done that yet, although it's in my mind, but I haven't done actual research. And then I had, I wanted to do one of my challenges, which is actually ending. We record this the week before it goes out. So it's ending tomorrow. And I also have the Kickstarter for that particular challenge, which is also starting on the 1st of March. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for that one. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm really, the only thing I haven't done is the research for the third book. And we still have five weeks or so left of this month, six weeks. So, yeah, I think I'm cool. I like that. That's all. Yeah, I have been doing, actually, interestingly, I've been doing a lot of other stuff as well that I did not foresee. So that is very interesting for me. That that's why when we started this conversation and I grabbed my planner, I was like, "Oh God, what did I plan?" I was like, "I must have not hit my goals because I've been doing so many other things." You're just an overachiever. Well, if one day I can cure the workaholic inside of me, that would be a that would be good. Well, maybe that should be a goal. <laughs> Mate, yeah, I, I do. It's, it, it is definitely one of the, like, I need more, I do need more rest and self-care and, and zen uh, generally. So that is something I've been working on. Like I said, like I have now, like I do the meditation now daily, often twice a day. Maybe you need more cats. No, I do not need more cats. <laughs> no, they need actually... more cats as much as I need more dogs. No, they're they're actually the cause of so much stress right now. Like every time, the thing is, every time I schedule off an afternoon, I end up going to the vet with one of them, or something else happens that I. So currently, they're my oh, I have space to do nothing, and something shows up. So yeah, they're they're now they're sort of. Well, I was not going to say detrimental to my existence because they're cats and they can never be. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's just I, I planned it. I planned it because the universe knew I needed that time off so I can take care of my cats. Um, or whether they're messing with my system. It's probably the first. Yeah. So yeah, I'm doing a lot of different stuff. Um, but yeah, I am I am smashing my goals clearly while doing lots of other stuff. Yeah. So we both know what we're doing there. I didn't say that. With all the other stuff, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> but with the stuff I've planned, I'm like, yeah. 
But this is the thing for me is that, so these goals, that's why I wrote down, I'm working on the next draft. I only wrote down, I'm finishing the draft of this book uh, because so I don't have those plans, right? I don't have, I need to write this many words per day. I have, I need to write this many minutes per day. So the reason I felt safe putting that in my in my goals for the first quarter of the year is because looking at the pace that I was drafting the rest of the book, I knew I could do that and that there would also be space to move on to the next book. So there isn't really a deadline for me until I already see what is a very realistic deadline for me in that sort of framework that I'm already working in. So that's what I mean when I say like realistic goals. I these 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 particular I finish this by then, I finish this by then. Like the big projects, right? Like doing a kickstart or like a tarot challenge, those are mini projects for me, but like a big project like a novel. I don't really set big dates on them okay. until I already see where it's headed. So if I do, if I do say, well, it would be nice to have all of these three novels out, like published in the next five years, that is not something that I keep myself to because my main goal is I write an hour every a weekday. And if I need to catch up, I'll catch up on the weekend. I see. Yeah. So I'm really flexible with my big goals, if that makes sense. Because for me, that makes sense. Like looking at looking at my goals now, and then knowing how, how, all the other stuff I've done, that's very motivating. It, I'm not like, oh, I've achieved all of this. Now let's lean back. I wish I was a bit more like that. Sometimes for me, it's motivating because I go like, oh wow, well, let's see what else I can accomplish in this particular time frame. The weird thing is I do that at work. But you cannot translate that to your writing life or your personal life. Yeah, and I, it, it's not the first time this has come up but when I've realised that I do have some skills that I use at work that I don't transfer into my personal life. It's not the first time that's come up. So... What what is that about? Is it about becoming aware of these skills, or maybe sitting with? So I have this skill. How would it? What what would change if I implemented this? I think part of it is awareness. Um, More part of it is um, not. <laughs> You know, yeah, thinking about how you do things. I don't, I don't know. A it's a different mindset. It is, yeah. So that's I'm 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 generally curious how we could not just you, but all of us, how we could translate these skills. I think I'm wondering, is this sometimes why we think we cannot do something, even though like in our jobs, we do this without thinking, but because on a personal level, we don't have a hold on that. We do not see that we actually have the skill. Yeah. And in your job, you have to get it done. It's not optional. 
Well, yeah, if you don't want to be reprimanded or lose your job, yes. So you can't just go, I won't do that today or I'll do something else or get distracted by whatever. So is this about discipline? I don't know. Or, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's also it's about mindset. It's about it usually is. But there again, you don't want twenty four hours to be in work mode. So is it a bad thing that you've got a different mindset? Well, so so for me, writing is work mode because part of my writing I make a living with. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's, it's different depending on where the writing is prioritized. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure that's true for me. I think I think I work so that the write so that I can write what I want and enjoy that part of it. And there's nothing wrong. Like it's a completely different paradigm if you write to get out of your day job. Yes. So yeah. I don't think that, like I said, like it, it's all about at the end of the day, are you happy with your what, what you're achieving, with your progress, with your pace? If you like not looking at what other people are doing or thinking or telling you what to do, how happy are you with what you're achieving? And if you are very comfortable writing at the pace you're writing, I don't see the issue. Yeah. Unless that is you sabotaging yourself, sort of like if you're lulling yourself into contentment. But the only way to know that is by sitting with that question. Like, am I really happy with this progress or am I? Yeah. Is this my ego being really, really, really smart with me? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is. But then again, so we come back to the level of awareness you need. And it's every bloody little thing, isn't it? Yeah. The awareness is. That's why these conversations are helpful. Yeah, because as we're talking, I think about my own things that I'm working on or that I recently became aware of. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's a point, yeah. So that is, yeah. That's like why, a, yeah. That's why when you finish the podcast, you're like, oh, I feel better now. I've I do. <laughs> when we're done recording, I always feel some sort of clarity and direction. I never feel like I can take a break, which is so <laughs> we're doing something wrong because I clearly need more breaks. Yeah. Oh, speaking of something, I, 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 I am doing. I walk more. That's good. That's yeah. I'm very. I'm. I'm really sort of shocked by how easy that was to implement in the end. Habit? Did you? Was it through habit? Um. Well, no. It didn't come about 
It came about through unfortunate circumstance that had me out of the house for a week and walking around trying to find a uh, a cat that was missing. But then I, I have this app, like it's just standard on my phone. And I was like, wow, this didn't take a long, lot of time. And look at how many steps I did this week. Right. And I still got everything done. And I also spend an hour, an hour and a half every day looking for this cat. And so this is a colony cat. This is not one of my own cats. They're all safe and sound inside. So then I was like, oh, so clearly if there's like an emergency situation, I can make the space. So why, if it's about a missing cat, do I create the space? And why, when it's about my own physical and mental um, and emotional uh, well-being, do I not create the space? And I, I think it. that was the slap. I, I gave myself a slap. Um, so I have a goal now, like how many steps I want to do every month. And how long have you had that goal? Oh, well, uh, I've been doing this. When did the cat escape? January. So I've been doing this for a month now. Okay. So we'll see next month. Yeah, week. and it's not – I started planning it. I started planning it with, like, oh, this means I need so many walks um, a week. But it also makes me – Okay, let's in, instead of taking the car, right? Or I need a break. Let's say I just need a breather. And now I often find myself, you know what? I don't really need to get, I don't know, bananas, right? But I am running low. So how about I just walk to the, the, the supermarket or the, um, the veggie shop? So I'm more thinking I don't need to do it, but I do need a break from my screen the sun is shining. How about my break is just a 20-minute walk back in from a supermarket or some other place? So it's I really initially, and that was really hard for me actually having like, okay, so you need this many walks of this many steps a week. That was harder for me. But now I'm the my mindset is already changing that okay, I, I do need a small break. Is there something I can walk towards? And I'm also discovering new routes in my um, in the area I live. So usually for me, a walk is I walk to the beach and back. But sometimes I don't have the time for that, or like like the sun is setting. I need I need to shower. I need to make food. I I have a call at night. So I'm trying. Okay, so if I just try this, I can be back within half an hour instead of an hour and a half. So I think for me, it's more those little little walks I now do more often. That's adding up. What are you going to do when it gets hot? Swim. That's what oh. I've always done. Yeah, but I'm also now thinking that maybe I should try uh, walking really, like maybe I should stop writing, like, like wake up at six o'clock to write. Maybe I should wake up at six and first go for maybe even if it's half an hour walk. Yeah. And um, then run. It's really, or I mean, at one point in the summer, it'll be 40 degrees no matter what time of day it is. Uh, mm. Well, not 40, maybe. I think at night it will be like 28, 29. So it might be too hot anyway. Um, but I might try that. But I, I usually do laps in the pool. 
I've always done that in the summer. Mm. But let's see, let's see, yeah. So that's another thing I picked up that I was like, and the funny thing is, again, it's not intentional. It's more like something happens, so I'm working on it. And then I'm like, oh, wait, look at how many steps I did this week. Yeah, but you recognized it as a, as a positive. Yeah, I see that. Okay, so that means that this is an, a possibility. I don't have any excuses anymore to not do this for myself because I'm doing it for another thing, right? So, yeah, so let's see if I, I keep it up. And like what you said, like what, what what's going to shift when it gets really hot? I do have always wanted a, uh, a, a thread mill. So maybe by that time, maybe in the summer, I'll just get a thread mill. So I can turn on the AC while I walk. Yeah, but they're really boring. Hmm? They're really boring. Oh, no, I love thread mills. I really do. Like, if I go to a gym, that's like my favorite thing. You just put on a podcast or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're like, no. Absolutely not. Me. But also, you live in the UK, so it's not a, it's not as pertinent. It's not, it, it, it's, it's a problem for me. Three months, at least three yeah. months, three months, yeah. maybe more, depending on how early summer is and how late it ends. It, it can be four, four months of really hot weather. Okay, so I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com We'd love to hear from you and if you'd like to leave us a review we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.